Hey guys, welcome back to the UNI podcast. Today's episode, we have an interview with you, or rather, a conversation. Asante majored in fashion merchandising with a minor in business marketing, and she graduated in May 2018. But she's also the founder and CEO of her business, The Fashion Enthusiast, a unisex apparel brand which exemplifies all things fashion. In this week's episode, we have a conversation about post-college life, financial literacy. She gives us some amazing tips. I believe it's top, her top five, but honestly, all of them are amazing. So you definitely should stay tuned for that. And she also talks to us about the fashion industry and how she's able to create her business within that realm. So stay tuned um, and we hope you guys get at least something from this episode. It was a really good one. You are listening to the You and I podcast, a lifestyle podcast aiming to create a passionate and thriving community who aspire and inspire in all aspects of life. Here are your hosts, Ozzy and Carol. Um, so we're so excited to have Asante on our episode today. Welcome to the UNI podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. We have a couple questions for you, but first, how are you? I am doing well. Um, yeah, no complaints today, honestly. Before we get started, we wanted to break the ice a little bit. Um, so if you could create a slogan for your life, what would it be? Um, a slogan for my life? Um... I guess uh, this is super cliche, but I guess it would be everything is going to be all right. Um, And yeah, it's super cliche. It's, um, you know, very straightforward. But, you know, when the going gets tough, if you know that everything's going to be all right, that's um, just motivation to keep moving. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that. Okay, so um, diving. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Diving in, could you please share with us your background and the story that has led you to where you are now? Yes. Um, so I am a not so recent college graduate anymore. Um, I graduated in May of 2018. Um, oh, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Um, when I we stu- graduated high school. I'm sorry. That's when we graduated high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, I have a bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising with a minor in business marketing. And um, my nine to five, uh, I'm a merchandise analyst and I also work as a freelance wardrobe stylist. And I have a small business called The Fashion Enthusiast, which is my latest passion project. Um, Yeah, so that's me. Cool. If there's one thing that people should know about you, what would it be? One thing that people should know about me. Hmm. But one thing people should know about me, um, I I think it would be my determination. Um, I am, I'm just someone who, um, I approach every problem as an opportunity. Um, and I feel like that's great. That's a great quality to have to, you know, try to change your angle of your problems and see, you know, what you can learn from it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. So for our next question, 
previously when you're talking about your background, you mentioned, um, I guess, your latest passion for your new business, the fashion enthusiast. So would you say that's your passion? If not, yeah, would you say that's your passion? Have you figured that out? If not, um, what are some, what do you do to kind of figure out your passion? What are the steps you take to figure out your passion? Um, I would say that my passion is just creating in general. So whether it is um, wardrobe styling or designing my products for my brand or just creating content, just everything that goes into creating from the concept to actualization, um, I would say creating is definitely it for me. And I discovered that from just letting my visions manifest. So just like putting in all the steps to let my ideas come to life. Everything's really good. I really like that. Um, because that's around your passion, did you, does it relate a lot to your, is that why you studied um, fashion merchandising in college? Can you tell us a little bit more about your studies in fashion merchandising? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I first visited New York when I was eight years old and I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, and I just, I really enjoyed the vibe there. Um, of course at eight, I didn't know what a vibe was, but, um, I just, I really loved it in New York and, um, we visited a fashion school. We just kind of like walked by and I think they had like some displays and things. And I remember like telling my dad, I wanted to go there. And um, when I was younger, I thought that I wanted to be a designer. Hey, Ozzy here. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We want us to take a little time to share with you Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum of listens. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. In fact, we use Anchor to share our podcast and love the convenience of it. We can get all our stats to help us better improve our podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Which, um, there is some, there is still some design passion there, but um, with my studies, I went the business route because I felt it was um, more marketable today. Um, so yeah, it started as a, a child. Um, I was sketching when I was younger as well. So it's really cool to have those memories and to be able to say today, um, you know, I did study fashion and I do work in New York City. So it, it's cool to be able to say that now. So yeah. with the business marketing side of it, is that kind of how you tied that in? Like, how, is that how you try to tie in your fashion merchandising to business rather than going the full on creative route? Yes. Um, business is is also another has also been another passion of mine. Um, my first business was a dog walking business when I was um, very young. So I've always loved business as well. And of course, when you're trying to decide a major um, well, at least yeah. for me, I had that the kind of the play it safe major, which was going to be just um, getting um, a Bachelor of Science in business. But then I also wanted to do fashion. 
So yes, fashion merchandising allowed me to tie them in and then I decided to take up marketing as a minor as well. Oh. You said business is another one of your passions. What aspects of businesses do you like in general? Like what would be your favorite aspect of business? Um, My favorite aspect of business is definitely the creative side of it. So um, just deciding how you're gonna bring your product to the market and what that's gonna look like, that's all things that I enjoy doing as it pertains to business. Ah, so you're more of a marketing. Yeah, I guess you could say I guess you could say marketing, um, creative directing as well. Um, yeah, I wear many different hats. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've been talking a lot about you, you know, graduating and like kind of I want um your life after graduation. Um, so seeing as how we're college students, can you speak a little bit more um, about your life after college? You know, your post life. How are you? How did you find, you know, going back into like the normal routine of, you know, life in general? I would definitely say it is definitely different seeing as um, our entire lives up until the point of graduation is school. Um, I would definitely say while you're in school to um, evaluate all of your opportunities. I feel like uh, even for myself, I took for granted a lot of opportunities that I had in school. Um, and things are a lot different when you are out of school. Um, one of my biggest things is just, um, you know, with working a nine to five, it is very different from our schooling life especially in college. Um, you go to like a couple classes a day and then you kind of have the rest of the day to, um, you know, get some of your priorities done, but also just kind of do the things that you want to do. But with working a nine to five, sometimes it's, it's difficult to schedule in the things that you want to do. So whether that's just, you know, going to a yoga class or you know, you have um, a passion project that you want to start working on. Finding that balance is very challenging. And I can't even say that I've mastered it yet. There's some weeks where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm exhausted. Like, you know, yeah. and that I do still work full time. It, you know, in a perfect world, every night I would be able to come home, power on my laptop and get done some things for my business. But some days that's just unrealistic, you know? So just scheduling time to meet up with friends and then also work on your business and then showing up to your job every day with your game face on. Um, a balance is is tough and it's a work in progress. Yeah, Would I you say that's, that's the most difficult part um, after like graduating, I guess? Trying to factor all the extra stuff in. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. That has been... Um, an ongoing struggle for me. Like I said, some some weeks are, you know, I feel like I'm finding my footing and then the next week something happens in my schedule and um, yeah, I'm just all over the place. Yeah, I feel like that's life though. Everything is a balance, you know. There's some good weeks and then some not so good weeks. Uh, but yeah, on to the next question. Um, I was going through your Instagram, looking at your website um, and I found the, the term your favorite stylist and I really thought it was unique and I haven't seen that before 
So could you please talk to us a little bit more about how that term, your favorite stylist, came about? Yes. So it's actually your stylist's favorite stylist. Um, That is my trademark slogan. Um, And I came up with the idea several years ago, and I just kind of sat on it. And um, I had the idea for a t-shirt line. And after thinking about it for a while, um, I realized that I could create a whole brand around it. Um, A brand for wardrobe stylists like myself who believe in their craft and just kind of want to wear that on their sleeves. So that is how it came about. Hmm. I like that. Um, Would you say, well, because she says she found it on Instagram, would you say that social media is in your business? Like what role would you say social media plays in your business? It plays a very big role in my business. Um, Like most retailers today, I use it as a marketing tool. And I really enjoy it because it allows me to connect with my market on a personal level. So I'm able to create content which I feel like really resonates with them. Um, I'm able to put out content that's also inspiring and, you know, we can, um, you know, through comments and things, I feel very connected to my customers. Um, and then kind of going off of that, but also, um, you know, your business, what challenges have you faced running more so of a product based business? I would say it, it, it's funny. It goes right along with social media, but just finding other ways to market, um, because as we know, selling products on Instagram, it's extremely saturated. Like you can be scrolling and within five minutes, you can maybe see 50 different people trying to tell you why, what they are selling you need to have. So just finding other ways to go about that um, and educating myself on that. But there are definitely different avenues like this one here, which is like another marketing tool for small businesses. So getting onto podcasts, um, looking at um, other ways of advertising, paid advertising, pop-up shops. So just, you know, figuring out ways to get your product seen. That's been my biggest challenge. Hmm. Um, I just, I'm curious as to how you came up with your business idea. I heard you talk about like a few of your different business ventures and I just wanted to know how you came up with those ideas and I know initially like when you have a plan for a business it can change and shift along the way and I wanted to know what are some of the changes that kind of came along with that. So I I can tell you the story about how the idea for a t-shirt line really came about. Um, Sometime last year, um, the beginning of last year, I was Um, going to a fashion event and I knew what I wanted to wear. Um, I had a very simple outfit in mind. I just wanted like a really cool graphic tee and uh, a blazer, a pair of jeans and heels. So like whenever I go to the mall, I I have the look already in mind. Like I just needed to just appear. Um, But I found, I went into several different stores and looked at their graphic tees and none of them really resonated with me. whether it was some type of verbiage or some type of art, nothing really was anything that I would be proud to just like go around and, you know, showing off my t-shirt. Um, 
So I ended up settling for something at Zara and it was it was very beautiful artwork, but it was um, a very fair toned woman. Um, it was a lot of colors, you know, I really liked it and I wore it, but the whole day I just kind of felt like I, I didn't know how I felt about wearing it. Like I didn't feel like it really stuck with me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. so that is how it came about. I wanted to create a line that could really resonate with wardrobe stylists, creatives, just people who love fashion in general. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, so actually in the beginning of the interview, you talked about, you know, manifesting and, you know, creating a vision. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you could talk to us more about that, you know, your experience, what do you usually do? Um, do you ask certain questions um, to yourself? Definitely. Um, so I write down all of my ideas. And um, when I come back to them, I get practical about them and figure out, you know, if it's something that I really want, what are the steps I need to take to get it done? So the first thing with that, um, and this will go for anyone with an idea, a lot of times we put it off and we feel like we don't have the things that we need to get it done. So the first thing for me would be kind of assess assessing my resources and seeing what are the things that I have now. Um, and a lot of times when that happens, you realize you have everything that you need to get everything started. Everything you need, yeah. Yeah. So even like with the podcast, like we might say, oh, I need to have the latest microphone. And, you know, sometimes you you already have everything you need and those other things are not necessary. And it's just kind of allowing you to procrastinate getting, you know, getting things accomplished. Yeah. So, um what steps are you taking daily to work up towards your goal of becoming a full-time, you know, girl boss, businesswoman? Yeah. So, um, one of the biggest things is just educating myself on financial literacy. And, um, I feel like a lot of people think that the biggest thing for being your own boss is earning income which of course that plays a huge role in it but um, I feel like an, e an even bigger part of that is knowing what to do with it so just constantly um, figuring out ways to um, you know keep track of business expenses um, learn other areas for passive income all of that good stuff <laughs> um i'd actually i want to talk about that a little bit more uh kind of like a hot seat question what are maybe like your top three like key financial literacy tips that everybody needs to know okay okay this i like this um so <laughs> i would say the one of the first things it's I'll start so you guys are in, in college so I would say the biggest thing one of the biggest things is building your credit and keeping it in a good place um so I know you guys might prop maybe tempted with like credit cards and things like that um tempted I'm scared of credit cards <laughs> yeah I'm scared of credit cards too. my mom's gonna get a credit one. card <laughs> until like i'm ready i guess but yeah. yeah no that i mean that totally makes sense uh it's nothing to be afraid nothing to be afraid of but just definitely educating yourself on it because credit is a tool if used properly um 
that's funny. I just had this conversation earlier this week too about credit cards and I was like, I'm afraid I'm gonna buy a lip gloss for six dollars and end up paying three thousand dollars for it later. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Because it happens to some people apparently and I was I'm like, Yeah, happens. I'm not about to let that I happen up to paying me. Three thousand dollars? Because you don't pay off your credit card bill, so it just like the interest yeah, adds up. Interest for it to reach three thousand dollars must have been like a long you want to you must have like forgotten about the card yeah i don't i've never heard of that that one's a little a little a little much it's probably but it's still scary imagine paying six dollars needing something that costs six dollars and end up having to pay a couple hundred a couple thousand for it that's not it's not gonna happen yeah credit cards ain't gonna scam me i'm so sorry (laughs) like no thank you um but yeah so just um building your credit keeping it in a good place um and obviously a simple way to do that is living within your means that's like the biggest thing um um let me see another tip i would say to keep your savings money in an online savings account And I recommend this because online savings accounts generally have um, um, higher interest for you to earn than a brick and mortar bank because they have less overhead expenses. So um, I believe one of the websites is NerdWallet. You can find out which bank um, is offering the highest interest for you keeping your money there. And they are FDIC insured as well. So that means that... um, up to if your money's lost yes yes they will pay it yeah up to a certain amount of course mm-hmm. yes um and then a third tip hmm a third tip would be to live below your means so if you're making let's say fifty thousand dollars um don't you know go on you know don't expect to be going on vacation every month you know live below your means so that you're able to save up for your greater financial goals in the future like buying your house or starting Mm. a business or whatever it is that you want to do i like that i always like it's always nice to get a little bit of financial (laughs) advice yeah because when you just like first step into college you're like wait what i got a budget (laughs) right right (laughs) yes I am not a financial advisor, but those are my little tips that have helped me thus far. Um, Are there any times you feel unmotivated when you're working towards your goal? And what do you do to turn that away, like turn around and like go back and be motivated and just like get the work done? There are definitely some times where I feel unmotivated and I try to assess where it's coming from. Um, and sometimes it's just a matter of me needing to take a step back and, you know, have like a self-care day, or it may just be talking to someone and just letting them know, like, I do feel a little overwhelmed now, you know, sometimes it's just getting it out, you know, just letting someone know what you're going through. Um, and that sometimes will put me back on the right track, um, Also, journaling helps me as well sometimes. Um, So it's just just really assessing what it is. Like, where is this coming from, you know? Yeah. We actually just recorded a self-care episode. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought it'd be good to ask you what your self-care day looks like. 
Okay, so you want, do you want the bougie self-care day or just the at-home self-care day? What would you like? Let's, let's, do, let's do both. Let's do both. We can do both. So we can compare. <laughs> so the bougie self-care day, I am at the spa for sure. Um, I am getting a facial. I'm getting a massage. I am far away from any screen, my cell phone, my computer, like everything is powered off in a way. Um, that's the ideal day. But obviously you got to go into your self-care budget for that one. Um <clears throat> and then the at-home self-care day looks pretty similar, but you know, I'm, you know, just at home, still away from the computer and the laptop and everything. Um, you know, maybe like cooking at home. Um okay. again, journaling, um doing my doing maybe a homemade mask. So so oh. it looks something like that. Okay, okay. Okay, um how do you how do you practice self-care on a daily basis or on a weekly basis? So, um I try to do something at least once a week that I want to do because as I mentioned, um uh, you know, going through work every day, sometimes you get home, you're just like exhausted and then next thing you know, it's time for you to get ready for the next day. Um, so um, at least once a week, I try to maybe go for a walk or, you know, just make sure I'm in the gym. Um, so I also just kind of play it by ear and see what my body needs. Like some nights I may get off work and I'm just like, I really need to go for a walk or I really just need to, I don't know, book a massage, you know? So it all depends on how I'm feeling. That's nice. Um, so is it just like, how like do you, how important do you think self care is to you? Um, it's very important to me. Um, I think it it's like a reset. It's a reset button. You know, um, once you do you know whatever self care looks like for you. Once you do things that yeah. you enjoy, things that kind of um, you know reset you. Um, I feel like you're able to just show up and, you know, be your best self at that point. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I still think we're in the new year. I probably will still think we're in the new year till maybe like August. Um, but what are you looking forward to in 2020 the most, I guess? I'm looking forward to newness. So just new experiences, learning new things. I'll tell you guys something funny. Um, I am not the greatest swimmer. And this year I am challenging myself to take professional swim lessons because I've never learned yes, professionally. Yes. So, you know, just all things new, just challenging myself. Um, I want to learn the piano as well. I'm hoping that I get to it this year, but you know, we're going to play it by ear, see how yeah. everything's going in the business and everything. Um, but for sure, the swim lessons, um, going to new destinations. Yes, I'm excited. Um, I just have a question. Uh, what is your favorite quote and why? Okay. Um, so my favorite quote, it is, it's a Bible scripture. I'm, I, I think we can classify that as a, um, yeah, yeah, we've done it before. We've done it before. So. Oh, awesome. Okay. Um, so 
It is Matthew chapter 8, verse 23. And it's, it's very short and simple. And it is just, it was during a storm. And Jesus said, peace, be still. And that has really helped me recently. Just when you feel like, you know, your head is barely above water, trying to get things done. And, you know, sometimes we get into our little funks, but um, just saying peace, be still, it just kind of reminds you to just go back to being peaceful and, um, you know, just putting things into perspective. Yeah. I've been using the word peace a lot recently, especially when, like, I think about, like, decisions that I need to make um, and realizing, like, so recently, I I recently changed my major. um, And I use that word peace when I, like, I feel that, like, everything is good. Like, what God has in store for me is okay. Like, I'm okay. Like, you know, I'm peace. Like, I'm I'm okay. I feel like that's good. That's a good way to say it. I'm okay. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, we're kind of like wrapping up a little bit, but before I ask the last question, um, I wanted to kind of know more about, you know, like your typical day. Do you have a typical day? Um, If you don't, you know, how does it look from day to day? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So my typical day, um, I, I know you guys had an episode about morning routines, So I'm trying to perfect my morning routine. I've been hearing a lot about morning routines and how it's um, ideal for success. Um, Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure it out because some days it is Yeah, we are too. (laughs) Figure it it out in our episode. (laughs) Yes. So um, I, you know, wake up, do a stretch, say my affirmations. And um, the rest of the morning is a scramble to make it out of the door and make it to New York City because um, I live in New Jersey. So um, it's a little bit of a commute. Um, And then I am at work. Um, After work, I am, you know, within those few hours, I am probably cooking dinner, um, working on whatever I need to work on for the business. you know, if I need to do any self-care for myself, doing that, and then it's on repeat until Friday. <laughs> okay. 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 Yes. Then let me know how your, like, your weekend goes then, since... My weekend? Is there, like, a stark difference? Um, yeah, a little bit. So, on the weekends, um, the weekends vary, but, um, so on some weekends, I may have a photo shoot lined up for the business, Um, I may have a call with some people on my team. Um, I like to spend time with family and friends, obviously. Um, yeah, so it it all depends, but definitely, uh, I get a lot done for the business on the weekends for sure. Yeah. I love my weekends. I cherish them. In fact, I used to. I'm still working on my morning routine. If you remember from that it's okay, episode, Carol. we'll get we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there because we've done it before, so don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, so um, kind of you know wrapping up this episode. Uh, could you please leave us with some you know book recommendations or like podcast recommendations, audiobooks? Like what what are you listening to? Could even be or reading or reading. Like what are you listening or reading to or 
that doesn't make sense but you got you got what i'm trying to say <laughs> yes so um as far as books i would definitely recommend the secret by Rhonda brine uh, have you guys heard of it yeah i actually have it it's currently my stand on the microphone <laughs> she's using it as a mic yeah. stand right now yeah <laughs> um have you read it yet oh yeah i have i loved it it was amazing Yes. So that was the last book that I read. Um, And then I do have quite the podcast lineup. So I'll give you guys some of my recommendations. So um, I know we talked about financial literacy earlier. Mm, One of my favorite podcasts from a black woman financial guru is called Journey to Launch. Yes. Um, Journey to Launch. That is one of my absolute favorite podcasts. Um, and then let me see, I have quite the lineup. Um, there's another one called the black girl bravado, which I've really enjoyed as well. And, um, it is just kind of all things that, um, pertain to being like a, a black professional, um, they recently had a financial episode on there as well, but they also talk about relationships, um, uh, you know, finding your footing, finding your passions, all of that. Yeah. I love that. That's nice. (laughs) Yes. um, What would you say would be the main thing you took away from the last book you read? From the last book I read, um, basically that, um, I have to be aware. I have to be mindful of what I'm focusing on. Um, mm-hmm. So if, you know, if I'm focusing on the bad things, those are the things that are going to show up in my life. If I'm focusing on all of the good things, that's what's going to show up in my life. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, the secret was really, really good, nice. Kara. I'll definitely recommend it to you. All right, so well, I it's guess like life changing. That's next on my to read list. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the UNI podcast, Asante. We really are so grateful that you took the time to listen to to talk to us and the listeners. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And to our listeners, I hope you enjoyed and got something from our conversation with Asante. Again, we want this to be an ongoing conversation with you, so please feel free to leave your ideas, comments, and concerns on our latest Instagram post at the UNI Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you during next week's episode. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we would love to hear your thoughts. What did you think? What was your favorite part of the episode? Leave your comments on our latest Insta post at the UNI podcast. We want to include you on this journey. Once again, thank you for listening and we'll see you during next week's episode. Have a wonderful week. Bye.